Turkey and Syria, earthquakes in southeastern Turkey and northwestern Syria. Crisis Impact Overview On the 6th of February 2023 at 4.17, local time in Turkey, 117 GMT, an earthquake with a magnitude of 7.8 hit Turkey and northwestern Syria. It mainly affected the cities of Adana, Adiamon, Diyarbakir, Gaziantep, Hatay, Karaman Maris, Kilis, Malatya, Osmania, and Shonlofa in southeastern Turkey, and Aleppo, Hamar, Idlib, Latiki, and Tartus governorates in northwestern Syria. The earthquake's epicenter was 23 kilometers east of the district of Nerdegai, in Turkey's Gaziantep city, at a depth of 24.1 kilometers. Turkey is vulnerable to earthquakes because it lies on several fault lines, and the 7.8 quake seems to be the strongest since 1939. On the same day, at 13.45, local time in Turkey, another earthquake with a magnitude of 7.6 struck Turkey. It hit 4 kilometers southeast of Ikinozu town in Karaman Maris province, where the 7.8 earthquake hit hours earlier. As of the 6th of February, there had been at least 78 aftershocks. As of the 7th of February, the earthquakes had killed more than 3,430 people and injured 21,100 in Turkey. In the government-controlled areas of Syria, the earthquakes and aftershocks had killed at least 812 people and injured about 1,450. In the non-government-controlled areas of northwestern Syria, the crisis had killed nearly 800 people and injured 2,200. The numbers of fatalities are expected to rise, as an unknown number of people are still under collapsed buildings, waiting for rescue. Overall numbers of missing people remain unknown. In southeastern Turkey, around 12 million people reside in the affected areas, including 2 million Syrian refugees, mostly living in tents and makeshift structures in camps at both sides of the border. In the affected areas of northwestern Syria, there are about 4.6 million residents. More than 5,770 buildings, including hospitals, collapsed in Turkey's affected areas, and 4,000 collapsed in northwestern Syria. In Turkey, a hospital in Malatya and another in Hatay collapsed, affecting the health response for people injured by the earthquakes. The quakes also damaged about four hospitals in northwestern Syria, and personnel and patients were evacuated. Disclaimer, this report gives a snapshot of the scale and impact of the earthquakes at the time of publication, using available secondary data and information. The situation remains dynamic, and further updates of information and data might be needed. Anticipated scope and scale. The number of injuries is expected to increase in the upcoming days, resulting in more needs for medical treatment. The total number of people currently in hospitals is unclear, and the capacity of health facilities is already overwhelmed. The affected regions were already facing a cold wave before the earthquakes hit, with snow piling up in Turkey and northwestern Syria. A second cold front, characterized by strong winds, zero temperatures, and snowfall, was forecast to start on the 6th of February. These weather conditions will likely hinder rescue efforts in both Turkey and Syria. The cold weather will also likely result in an urgent need for shelter and heating provision response. Diesel is needed to operate rescue equipment in Syria. There is a risk of fuel running out because of severe shortages in the country since December 2022. The lack of fuel is hampering rescue teams from arriving in the affected areas, providing aid, and saving people trapped under collapsed buildings. The economic impact on Turkey and Syria is still uncertain, but the crisis is likely to significantly affect the already weakened economies of both countries. Humanitarian constraints Damage to infrastructure, including main roads, airports, and seaports, is likely to restrict the movement of goods and people, as well as the ability of humanitarians to deliver aid to affected areas. 
The crisis has led to the closure of airports in Turkey's Gaziantep and Hatay provinces, and the second earthquake has led to the closure of Adana Airport, southern Turkey. The earthquakes also damaged the seaport of Iskenderun, Turkey. Prior to the quakes, people in need in northwestern Syria were already depending on aid coming through Turkey to meet their basic needs, such as food and medical supplies. The damage to main roads will likely restrict such aid delivery. The earthquakes also affected Bab al-Hawa, the main crossing between Syria and Turkey. There are security constraints in northwestern Syria that could hamper the delivery of aid. Parts of the region, including Idlib city, are run by the armed group Hayat Tahrir Olsham. A number of other militias and armed groups are also active or present in the area. Local rescue teams are also working in conditions of physical and psychological distress. As a result of the quakes, many are dealing with the loss of a family member or properties, while others have injured family members confined in hospitals. Traffic jams have been reported in some of the affected areas of Turkey, as people have been trying to leave affected areas. These jams are hampering emergency teams and humanitarians from reaching people in need of assistance. Information gaps There is limited information on the needs of vulnerable groups, such as IDPs, and disaggregated data on the children, women, and people with disabilities affected by the earthquakes. There is a lack of information on people missing. There is limited information on the shelter conditions and needs of the affected populations. Information on the impact of the earthquakes in northwestern Syria is more limited than in Turkey. Crisis impact Shelter An unknown number of people have lost their homes and need shelter. More than 5,770 buildings, including hospitals, collapsed in Turkey's affected areas, while 4,000 collapsed in northwestern Syria. As of 7 February 2023, about 52,000 people were staying in temporary shelters in Turkey. Others who have lost their homes are staying in their cars on the side of snow-covered streets. A yet unknown number of people in Turkey have found refuge in mosques. Many people living in the affected areas of northwestern Syria were already living in tents prior to the quakes. They currently need shelters equipped for winter and harsh weather conditions. Heating Both countries are experiencing a cold wave, meaning people need heaters and NFIs for winter, especially with temperatures reaching below zero. There is already snow in the affected areas. Rain and low temperatures are also forecast for the upcoming days. Turkish Airlines has already cancelled 240 domestic and international flights out of Istanbul airport because of the cold weather. In Turkey, the authorities have cut off the gas supply in affected areas as a precautionary measure to avoid fires at and the explosions of pipelines. On 6 February, the earthquakes led to a fire in two segments of a natural gas pipeline passing through the village of Topbogas, in Hatay province, Turkey. The local gas operator, Boru Hatler Il Petrol Tasma Ananim Circuiti, said that the explosion did not lead to any damage on the main pipelines but has cut off the supply in several regions, including Hatay, to avoid new fires and explosions. The quakes also affected power supplies, further limiting people's access to heating. Health Injured people need first aid and medical care. The earthquake destroyed hospital buildings and healthcare facilities in the affected areas, constraining the medical response. In Turkey, a hospital in Malatya and a hospital in Hatay collapsed, affecting the health response for people injured by the earthquakes. About four hospitals in northwestern Syria were also damaged and evacuated. In Syria, hospitals receiving injured people are overwhelmed. People are being treated along corridors, and a shortage of blood supplies has been reported. A hospital in the city of Iskenderun also collapsed. There were no casualties, but patients, including newborns, had to be evacuated. 
In Idlib Governorate, Syria, systemic airstrikes by the Syrian armed forces had already caused damage to many hospitals prior to the quakes. Between 2011 and 2021, there were 400 attacks on hospitals across Syria. A cholera outbreak in the country had also already been overwhelming health capacities. Food. People affected by the earthquakes need ready-to-eat food, especially for those who are staying in temporary shelters or are currently displaced. In northwestern Syria, 4.1 million out of the 4.6 million people residing in affected areas are already food insecure and will likely need additional food assistance. NFIs. Displaced people will likely need blankets, kitchen kits, sleeping mats, thermal clothes, camp beds, and essential winter protective assistance. These items were among the basic needs after an earthquake struck Turkey on 23 October 2011. Impact on critical infrastructure The quakes led to the collapse of many buildings and critical infrastructure, including hospitals. The seaport of Iskenderun in southern Turkey was also damaged, but operations continue at other seaports of Turkey. The Gaziantep, Hatay, and Karaman Maris airports remain closed as a result of damage from the earthquakes. Humanitarian responders have reported power shortages and telecommunications disruptions. Aggravating factors Winter blizzard The areas affected by the earthquakes in southern Turkey and northern Syria are also facing a severe cold storm. Recorded temperatures are reaching as low as minus 3 degrees Celsius. Roads are unsafe, with snow or rain affecting people's movement, humanitarian and governmental rescue operations, and aid delivery. More heavy snowfall and strong wind gusts are expected throughout February, especially between 6 and 8 February. The harsh weather conditions will heavily affect people internally displaced by the earthquakes staying in either their cars, mosques, or open areas. Fuel shortages Since December 2022 fuel shortages in Syria have become more frequent, although the country has been facing fuel shortages since the start of the conflict in 2011. Reasons include the sanctions on Syria severely restricting imports and the fact that the country's major oilfields lie in areas outside government control. Currently, fuel is unavailable or highly scarce in many areas of the country. This had already been affecting the provision of humanitarian aid in Syria prior to the quakes. Rescue teams in northwestern Syria have warned that they might face diesel shortages soon and be unable to run their machines to continue rescue operations. Damage to dams Earthquake experts have warned that earthquakes of such a magnitude may have caused cracks in dams in southern Turkey. Damage to a dam can lead to major flooding in surrounding areas and drown residents. The earthquakes hit five dams in the affected areas, namely the Bayersaik, Hankaz, Karkams, Kayak, and Tartakopru dams, but it remains unclear whether they have been checked for damage. Limited roads and connectivity to Syria Connectivity between Syria and Turkey has been limited since the decision of UNSC members Russia and China to keep open only one crossing line, i.e. Bab al-Hawa. This is the last remaining crossing approved by the council. As a result, the delivery of basic goods, cash assistance, and support from NGOs were already limited prior to the quakes. This constraint is also likely to affect the response to areas affected by the earthquakes in Syria. Economic Crisis Turkey is experiencing an economic decline, while Syria is undergoing an economic crisis. From 2020 to 2022, food prices in Syria increased by 532%. The lack of and high prices of food led to record levels of hunger, with 12.1 million Syrians experiencing food insecurity as a result. In January 2023, inflation in Turkey reached 57.68% and the cost of rent increased, affecting the purchasing power of people. These conditions are creating social discontent, 
right before the general elections scheduled in June 2023. National and International Response Turkish authorities have dispatched rescue teams comprising 9,000 people to the affected areas of Turkey and the Turkish armed forces have created an air corridor to deliver search and rescue teams to the area. UNDEC has activated an assessment and analysis cell to facilitate information and data flow across operational organizations and agencies responding to the crisis. The Turkey government has coordinated the first response and requested help from EU civil protection mechanisms. At least 10 urban search and rescue teams have been quickly mobilized from Bulgaria, Croatia, Czechia, France, Greece, the Netherlands, Poland, and Romania to support the first responders. Italy and Hungary have offered teams as well. The UK, US, and Israel governments have also already confirmed the deployment of humanitarian aid from their countries. Most of the response provided by other countries is mainly focused on rescue efforts, and the shelter and food needs of displaced people still need to be met. Most countries have also announced the deployment of assistance to Turkey but not to Syria. The main response in Syria is coordinated by the White Helmets or the Syria Civil Defense. Some organizations already present in the affected areas of Syria are providing health assistance to injured people. Many organizations, such as Doctors Without Borders, the Syrian American Medical Society, Save the Children, Care International, UNICEF, and other local humanitarian organizations, are also collecting funds to respond to the needs in Turkey and Syria.